0: This episode of At The Table is sponsored by Restoration Games, the makers of Stop Thieves Second Edition, a family game of logical deduction for two to four players. In this game, an invisible suspect commits a crime, and only the sounds they make give them away. Listen to the clues and figure out where they're hiding. Once you have the suspect pinned down, swoop in and make the arrest. This remake of the game now includes an app to control the game for you and includes a cooperative mode. Restoration Games also makes Dinosaur Tea Party. This is a remake of the classic board game Guess Who? Except in this version of the game, you are a dinosaur attending a high society tea party, sitting around enjoying just a nice cup of tea. The other guests around the table to try and determine who you are Likewise, you're trying to try and determine who they are. This party game is a pure deduction game that supports three to five players and is a great family game for the upcoming holidays. To find out more, head over to RestorationGames.com.
1: Hey, y'all, it's time for another episode of Rolling Dice and Taking Names. Today, Marty and I will be sitting at the table with Kim Joy. We will be discussing her time on The Great British Baking Show, her new Christmas with Kim Joy cookbook, her love of board games, and a future board game that she is designing. You're going to want a moon pie for this one.
0: Welcome back to another episode of Rolling Dice and Taking Names and a special At the Table With. And this is a very special episode because in this one, Tony is not going to be here with me, but my wife, Vanessa, is the other co-host. That's right, because of the very special guest that we have today and for us to set her up. I need to go back a a, a couple years, so... Vanessa, was it last year that you started watching this show on Netflix, Great British Bake Off?
1: I actually think it was about two years ago. Time goes by fast, Marty. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It, it It was a couple years ago. Because we've had to wait for a couple seasons and we and we couldn't wait.
0: <laughs> and I remember when I started watch, you were watching this, I was like, well, isn't this just another reality cooking show like on the Food Network? And she said, no, it's just something different. And then I got called up into it. And as I'm watching it, you said, oh, by the way, you might like this person here. Uh, this is Kim Joy. She's also into board gaming. I went, well, then all of a sudden I'm a fan and started watching it with you. And we've been addicted to this show ever since.
1: Just can't wait for it to come out. It, it's something. It's it's the people too. The everyone's just so nice. So I'm ready to get into this and talk to Kim Joy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we're wasting all, our time here, Marty. Out of all this, uh, we reached out to one of the finalists from uh, 2018. I believe maybe that was season six. I'm not sure how they uh, do the seasons kim joy hewlett was a finalist on the show she's into the gaming we're so excited to be talking to you kim joy welcome to rolling dice and taking names hello thanks for having me
2: nice to meet you guys It's exciting.
0: (laughs) I was nervous about this, Vanessa. This is one of the biggest guests we've ever had on. I had on our show. I mean, a international sensation here (laughs) from one of the biggest shows on the planet right now. I'm just just, shaking
1: and I can't stop smiling and laughing. (laughs) (laughs) So excited.
0: So, Kim Joy, tell us a little bit about, uh, my goodness, uh, how in the world you got into baking. We'll we'll save the gaming stuff for the end. We are a gaming podcast, everybody. Trust me, we'll get to the gaming part because she has some exciting stuff to share with us on that uh, realm. But let's just talk about some of the baking stuff. How did you even get into baking?
2: So, I mean, I don't really know because I didn't have, like, parents or grandparents who were really into baking or any. There was no obvious route it's just kind of something I picked up and I enjoyed it. I enjoy eating, so it makes sense to try and bake. <laughs> and I wanted to, it's an easy way to make people like you. And I wanted people to like me, as everybody does. Um, so I thought, well, if I make some, you know, biscuits and cookies and bread and give it to people, then people like me. And then, yeah, and it's just a good creative outlet. I don't know. And it kind of works well if you're playing a board game or something and you got some bake
1: <laughs> Absolutely. And I tell you, Kim Joy, I just have to say, you are so cute. I know that everyone likes you no matter
2: what.
1: <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> but you did say something that you said it's creative. It is absolutely so creative. And I think that's one of the things that captivated me with the show and with you. It really is an art form
2: yeah definitely
1: it's just amazing to watch the things that you create
2: ah thank you it's they really push you I mean with their challenges um and they make it into something that you have to be creative with like when they're like make a chandelier but make it edible and out of biscuits and (laughs) make a landscape (laughs) you know in like one hundredth of the time that you should need to actually do it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I would have thought like you've been baking all your life, but it looks like according uh, to the Wikipedia page here, here, you didn't really get into baking until like just a few years you joined the show. Is that correct? Yeah,
2: well, I kind of I don't know. It's a weird one because I kind of dabbled a bit in baking. So as a child, I baked a little bit, but I don't think I really baked more than most kids do. So I did a bit. And then it's kind of up and down as life kind of takes over or when you get busier, then you end up baking less and working more and not spending as much time at home. Yeah. I think it's something I've, I have always kind of done it. It's not like I suddenly started. But it was probably more a couple of years before Bake Off that I actually spent more time on it, if that makes sense. And then I kind of set up an Instagram page for my bakes. I think it might have been just a year before Bake Off or a year and a bit. And that's when I was, because I think when you can see, you can share your creations with people and you get good feedback, you're like, oh, you get a bit more confidence. And then you think, oh, maybe I'll apply for the show.
1: (laughs) So how does that process work? And what made you make the decision to apply to be on the show? Because that really was a life-changing decision for you.
2: Yeah, I mean, definitely. It's been the best thing I've ever done. Um, but I think it's kind of something that's been in my head for a little bit, but I never thought it actually happened. Because like, like you guys, I watched the show. I've watched it since it was on the BBC and I, I just just loved it. And it's weird now that I'm part of those that bubble and those. There's these people I watched years back, and now I'm meeting them in person, and I'm like, oh, this is weird for me. <laughs> um But yeah, so just a fan of the show, and then I never thought I could quite do it because I thought, well, there's nowhere I could do those different types of pastry and all of that, and in that time limit. But then, don't know. Just after year after year of people saying you've got to apply, then. It was just the year that I felt right now's the time. I feel ready.
0: I'm going to just apply. Were you working full time as a baker or were you doing something else?
2: Um, so I worked in mental health, um, before I went on the bake off. So everyone has to be an amateur. You can't go on if you've got any professional training or if you work at mm. as a baker as your proper career. Um, so I worked in mental health, but I was kind of doing various different jobs because um, I was trying to work my way up to be a clinical psychologist, so you need a lot of um experience, and then you need to go on and do a doctorate, and then, yeah, it's quite a long um time. So yeah, I was just doing various various different jobs, and then, yeah, got on the show.
1: <laughs> so right here, I'll just say for anyone listening, if there's something that you ever wanted to do and you're thinking about just go for it
2: yeah definitely you gotta just go for it you can't yeah because I never thought I'd get on ever 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 but it's weird because my partner Nabil just kept saying to me oh you got to apply as soon as I meet you you're definitely on and I was like all right no pressure
0: So what is the process for applying about you know applying and then getting accepted and everything? Well, how's that all work? We're gonna we're gonna peek behind the curtain of the Great British Bake Off here.
2: So it's I mean, there's multiple different stages. So at first they give you a phone call and then they just ask you like a few questions like, How do you make shoe pastry? Or what's the difference between a chiffon cake and a Genoese sponge or something like that? Um, so they chat, test your kind of general knowledge and then just chat to you a little bit about you. And then if they like that, then you're invited to another round and you can make you got to make some bakes for them to taste and look at. And then there's another stage after that. And then is there another stage? Yeah, there's like two parts to that stage. So it's like if you don't get through the second first part, you just get sent straight home. And then there's a final part where you do a technical in front of the camera um, which I completely messed up. So I thought I wouldn't get on the show because <laughs> they do a practice one where they probably film you just to see what how you handle the cameras, I guess, whilst baking and if you can talk whilst you bake. But I think in my head, I was like, well, to get on, I need to make sure I can show to them that I can talk whilst I bake. So I put all my um focus on trying to talk rather than actually baking. So my baking wasn't very good (laughs) but I think they must have liked something so I got on so it was good (laughs) it's a good strategy (laughs) but I think I had like I was making like puff pastry and you got to mix the butter and the flour and then really gradually add some cold water to make it into a pastry But instead, because I was so nervous, what I did was I just chucked all the water in, like a giant jug. (laughs) And then it was just like this floating brain mass in like with water all around the outside. It just didn't look like anything. So I just chucked it aside and started again. And at the end, I remember some of the crew coming up to me and going, oh, what is that? And I was like, oh, that's just my first attempt. (laughs) The last final attempt wasn't any good either. (laughs) I didn't think I'd get on. I thought they'd be like, she can't bake.
1: (laughs) Speaking of like a first attempt and a second attempt, when you bake, not you, I'm just talking about in general, you make a mess in the kitchen. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So I have always wondered when y'all make your dishes... And then by the time the judges come and look at them, they're all nice and neat at the end of the counter and everything's all cleaned up. What is the time space between that?
2: It varies. So sometimes it's quite, quite a few, like a couple of hours because you have a break to have your lunch. Um, but then sometimes that's kind of worse because you can't properly relax and eat your lunch because you're waiting for your, for your terrible feedback because you know you've messed something up <laughs> and you're just waiting for them to comment on it. Um and uh, but the great thing is on the in the tent is that there's like a whole crew come in and tidy up and everything. So you come back in and it's all like ah oh, serene. <laughs> <laughs> but then they also make you come back in and just stare at your bake. Depending on I think if you've done really well or really badly, then they want your reaction. So it's when they show you kind of sat on the stool looking at the bake and the camera pans, but they make you do that for like ages. For like several minutes which is a long time to just stare at something that's why we all look really bored we're like
0: <laughs> i've actually noticed that uh, i know i know the exact shots you're talking about yeah too, where you're kind of sitting and everybody's just kind of staring at it. it's like i guess they tell them to do that yeah <laughs> they
2: do and you yeah you can't really like what do you do do you smile do you frown do you what, what do you do <laughs>
0: And when you do the the one offs where you're like off by yourself giving comments about you know how the how it went and everything, where does that take place? Is that after everything's over? Is it right before the judging? Or
2: yeah, so they always do the comments in like real time. So it's like it's like how you actually feel. So they'll do, um, talk to you before the judging and say, "Oh, how do you think that went?" And then they'll talk to you like multiple. So it's yeah, there's a lot of interviews throughout the whole day um multiple times um after the bake and before and all of that. So yeah.
0: <laughs> so when it comes to the judging, I just gotta ask, how are Paul and Prue? Are they exactly like they are as you see on TV? Is it the same personalities?
2: Pretty much, yeah. Although sometimes when I watched it back, I was like, oh Prue came across really harsh there. But I don't remember her coming across harsh. Or um you'd be like, oh, In person, I thought the feedback was really bad, but it wasn't too bad there. Um, But they're pretty much exactly how it comes across. (laughs) Paul likes to wander around, you know, whilst you're baking as well, occasionally, and he'll just walk around and like, look at what you're doing. But his face is like blank, so you can't read him. He just looks at you and you're like, am I I doing something good? Am I doing something bad? I don't know. (laughs) Try block it out. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I really love watching the show. And again, I watched it because everyone is so nice. And actually, yeah. the, the things that you bake are so different from what we have here. It's just been so nice to learn the different terms and, and it's just a beautiful show. But one of the main reasons we love it is just because we feel like we get to know the people on the, and you were one that just stood out to us. Aww. So that was just a springboard to say that you have beautiful cookbooks. Yay! <laughs> and we want to talk about your Christmas cookbook.
2: <laughs> Yay! Yeah, I'm really excited about it. I can't believe I'm doing a second book. It's brilliant, amazing, and to have my face on it as well. But yeah, I'm super excited about it. It's everything I do normally. So there's a cute little animals obviously festive themed like penguins and polar bears and arctic foxes um and yeah lots of step by step pictures so hopefully it's not too daunting because i know i decorate everything but you don't have to decorate everything you can just like you know not decorate it and just eat it
1: (laughs) (laughs) and so you actually have two cookbooks yes
2: so two currently hopefully a third (laughs) <laughs> um so yeah my first one baking of kim joy and the second one is christmas
0: and the christmas with kim joy which i'm actually holding in my hand right now Yay. just came out uh i know it came out over here i don't know if it was worldwide uh yeah in october and it's available right now i got this um off of amazon and i i gotta tell you when you flip through the book the photography and the art and everything here is just absolutely amazing looks Aww. fantastic thank you Thank you so much. How did you decide what recipes to put in here? I mean, are all these stuff that you came up with? Is it stuff that you've known about? And it's like, well, I like this. I want to put it in my book. How how does that decision process go?
2: So I kind of start off with like I write down like ideas so I write down because I want to get animals in there so I write down like I brainstorm all the different animals associated with Christmas and then I brainstorm all the different flavors as well that I want to get in there and then I also brainstorm the different types of bakes so, Like there's some key bakes you've got to have at Christmas so, like stolen and mince pies but you guys don't do mince pies um, <laughs> but they're like yeah like fruit mince and so, yeah, I brainstorm all the different categories and then I kind of try and just come up. Yeah, I just kind of, there's some things I have in my head already. Like I'm like, I definitely want to do that. I want to do some stolen and put some mice on it. Um, and then there's some things I just sit and think. I mean, I spend a lot of time thinking. And so, whenever I'm sat around doing nothing and just watching TV, just, you know you know, on Netflix, just watching the same show for like hours. I'm like, well, I'm actually doing thinking, you know, I'm thinking through what I'm going to (laughs) bake.
1: See, Marty, I'm thinking when I sit and watch TV for hours. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
0: Fair.
1: (laughs) See, and it's great as well because you you can
2: legitimately say that's what you're doing, (laughs) being creative.
1: (laughs) So how long did the process take from when it started to finish to, to do a cookbook? So,
2: probably about three months or so. Um, it's not that long, actually. Um, so, it's just baking every single day and testing the recipes and trying to decide, you know, does this work? Should I tweet, should I tweet this flavour? So, yeah, not too long. But honestly, after bake-off, nothing, everything's easy. Because on the bake-off, <laughs> it's... <laughs>
0: I actually want to ask you, so I, I, I'm going to be bouncing back and forth between the cookbook and the bake-off, because you said how much easier it is. O- on the show, there's there's three different, uh, each each show has three different competitions. Yeah. The first and third, you get to prep and practice beforehand, right? Yeah. And then the second one, the technical challenges, is it truly, is it true that you have no clue what you're walking into?
2: Yeah, no idea at all. I mean, we try to guess, like the night before I start Googling stuff, like when it was Danish week, I was like Danish bakes. What could it be? <laughs> um, and sometimes you actually get quite close, but yeah, you pretty much you don't know it at all.
0: Wow! And and I th- are the recipes very detailed, or it's like no, just go make this? And it's like I don't know how to make that.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think as the weeks go on, they start leaving out more and more information. So it's quite surprised week one, of course, pretty thorough, but then as the weeks go on, it's like make the shoe pastry. Pipe shoot bake oh. it. So you gotta guess the oven temperature and how long and all of that. It's quite interesting. And I don't
1: know if we we for everyone who's listening. You made it to the
0: finals.
2: <laughs> yeah. I love, never thought that would happen.
0: <laughs> I, I know. That was it it was it was amazing because all three of y'all were, were so good. And what's so great about this show is A lot of reality shows, especially here in the US, I don't know if it's that way over in the UK, they're backstabby. They try to add drama to make people want to watch. And that's what drew us to this show because there's none of that. All y'all support each other. Well, on camera, it looks like all y'all support (laughs) each other and are good friends and everything. And that's what makes it so nice.
2: Yeah, no, it is a nice show. And it is like that when you're there as well. It's I don't know. I think it's because you're in the tent and you're all, it's something about baking as well and being a baker. I think people tend to be nice. Um, and it it just has that different feel to it.
1: Yeah, it really does have a different feel to it. Yeah. But we were team Kim Joy all the way. Ah, (laughs) thank you.
2: Thanks for being my supporters.
0: (laughs) Uh, so do you keep up with the, uh, people that you met on the show, the other contestants since then?
2: Yeah, yeah. So we got a WhatsApp group and we'll chat on there. Um, and then I've met up with like Karen and Terry a bit because they're, well, Karen's up north. She lives near me. And Raoul's in Rotherham, so he's not too far from me. They've not seen, well, I've not kind of not seen anyone for a while because of right now. <laughs> wow. But yeah, but I miss him. Yeah, we should, yeah, you kind of meet up with people from you uh, from your year, but also people from other years. I really want to go on like a bakery crawl with them all. So yeah, it's a nice little community.
1: A bakery crawl, that
0: sounds like so much fun.
1: <laughs> and so we, Marty, we got to crawl back in her book now and talk about her book.
0: Yeah, well, I got, I got a segue for that, Vanessa, because <laughs> wow. her book is a Christmas book. And sometimes they do special Christmas bake-off specials you think there's a chance you'll ever get to be on one of those since now you have the Christmas b-
2: Ooh, Maybe next year. That'll be nice. Potentially. We will see. Yeah, that'll be good. Good promoting the Christmas book. Definitely.
1: So I did want to point out a couple things about the book. Same with you. Growing up, my mom always baked, but I never seemed to be in the kitchen making the memories. Like Christmas, I think about the tree yeah. uh, and decorating like that. But I'm trying to make memories with our children who are grown, but they they do talk about making the cookies that we make here, but nothing is from scratch. <laughs> <laughs> so I am so excited to jump in your book and make some of the recipes. Yeah, send me some pictures when you do as well. And uh, the lemon cinnamon swirl bunt cake. Yeah. I want to try.
0: <laughs> Wait a minute. What did you say? bunt? yes <laughs> okay i just want to make sure you didn't say something
1: <laughs> it did sound a bit like... <laughs> and like you said the decorating you have such cute ideas in here i love the rosemary christmas tree oh thank you they're, they're so easy to do as well i love
2: that kind of stuff that's not too tricky
1: and I, this is the time when I wish the listeners could see it. They just have to get your book because even the cover is just so cute. Aww. And it's called A Festive Collection of Edible Cuteness. <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much. I, I see people uh, creating your um, edible cuteness and making memories with it. Ah. And I also like the snow globe cheesecake. Oh, yeah. <laughs> clever idea.
2: thank you yeah i think they're kind of like because you can use the bowls and stuff as part of the decoration and then you can literally put whatever ornaments you want in there and if you're not confident making fondant creatures, you could even just use something off your Christmas tree. Just put it in there.
0: Yeah, I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> I'm the techie behind the scenes person. So I love knowing lo- 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 how all of this stuff is made. So when you put the book together, did you just have to make each one of these things? And then a photographer came in and took all the pictures of all the stuff that you made?
2: Yeah, so we had like um, two, almost two weeks down in London doing a shoot for the book um so there I went down and just stayed in a hotel and make every single thing from the book over those two weeks and there's a photographer there and a whole kind of team um so the photographer he'll photograph the bakes as we go along um and then I have got like a baking assistant as well so she helps me otherwise it would be yeah it would take way too long um, but it's interesting because not, not with all books, not, uh, the author doesn't always go to the book shoot. Um, but because my stuff is so decorated, I have to be there to do it. Um, so I do all the decorating and everything on
1: it. Amazing. And you give in the book all the tips on how to make it, how to decorate it.
2: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There's those like step by steps and pictures of how to do the decorating. Um, if you want to try. You want to try and do it, but you don't have to decorate. That's just what I like doing.
0: (laughs) Because some of it to me is kind of intimidating. It's like, wow, it takes a lot to make this little thing here, especially the decorating part.
2: (laughs) Well, sometimes what I do is I like make a batch of. So I'm doing the owl pies. I do like twelve, and then maybe decorate like eight of them, and then four of them are just my snacks that I don't decorate. (laughs) Then you get the best of both worlds.
1: The apple pie, owls is another one I want to try.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're really fun. I think they're quite easy to decorate as well. And you can play about their faces.
0: And I like how the uh, book is broken up into different chapters. There's, I think there's one on cookies, one on breads, etc. So it's it's laid out really well. It's like, which what, what do I want to work on? Then you can go to that particular chapter and just kind of flip through it. One of them just like little treats. I like those two. It's like, okay, maybe I can handle some of these. So I just like how it's all laid out uh, well, too. Ah, oh,
2: I'm glad. I'm glad you like that.
0: Well,
1: we like snacking and gamers like snacking. Oh, so yeah. we have to ask some gaming questions.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right. So one of the things that we, saw, you know, in the show, if, if people have never watched it, especially early on, they kind of introduce a lot of the background of the, the people that are on the show. And a few times they had referenced that uh, you are into games and stuff. So. Yeah, Let's talk about uh, board games, card games, etc. Is that one of the things you've always enjoyed your uh, whole life? Or did you get into hobby gaming more recently?
2: So, I mean, I think that was probably um, when I moved to Leeds. Um, and I was doing a master's here. I didn't know anybody. And for me, I just wanted to meet people. And I joined a board gaming club. Um, and I met a lot of people through there. And that's actually how I met my partner, Nabil as well mm-hmm. um so he owns a shop um called traveling man in the uk and i so that's the board game club i used to go to and he used to be there every week and so we we were just friends at first and we used to play games all the time that's how we just met
0: so all right gotta ask so what are some of your favorite games what are types of games you get into
2: Whoa. so me and Bill, we used to play splendor all the time like that was the game we bonded over, um, though we got a bit too competitive with it. <laughs> so it's one of those games we can't go near anymore. I don't know. they like, you know, it makes you go, Ooh. It's not a chill game. It's also one of those games like you get really into it, so you don't talk as much. Mm-hmm. Um, so I always have like fun memories of Splendor. And we did a Splendor um, tournament as well and got to the end. Um, so that was amazing. I didn't win, though, because me and the Nabeel were both on the final table. Um, but we have, we have the same strategy, but I think we kind of cancelled each other out. <laughs> so it wasn't very good. <laughs> um, and then it's tak- Taken, played on the bake-off, except it was weird because they're filming me because they wanted to show a bit of like my interest behind the scenes in playing Takenoko. Um, but it was really like quick filming. So they didn't give us enough time to set it up properly. They were like, oh, just make it look like you're in the middle of the game. And we were like, oh, we need to figure out where like things would naturally be. So it probably didn't all add up. <laughs> but they were like, oh, it doesn't matter. And I'm like, but it kind of does.
0: <laughs> so what do they do? They just hit you up and say, hey, we're going to come out. We're going to film some of these these side stuff. You know, be ready for us to come and, and do that. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there's some gamers out there that went, you know, uh, that piece is not supposed to be there during this particular time. (laughs) I did have
2: some, there was somebody on Twitter who said that, I think. (laughs) But they said it in a really nice way. (laughs) Like, they probably didn't have enough time to, like, properly play it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, and then we really like um, Azul as well. I love that game. I think I quite like games where you can, I also really like games where you can kind of I, the games I can introduce to my friends who aren't so much into games um so I introduced Mysterium to some friends and they love that because I can be like well it's kind of like you know it's kind of like Cluedo or you call it Clue um I think and then get people into it um and then you can kind of we did it for Halloween and all dressed up for it and made it fun um so I love that kind of stuff
1: Kim Joy, we love that kind of stuff too. Every year we have a, um, we call it Boo BQ for barbecue. Yeah. But we can't have it this year, but we have all our friends come over and those that want to dress up and we play games all day and eat barbecue.
2: Oh, that sounds amazing. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I miss stuff like that. I miss sort of meeting up with loads of people and having like a proper games day.
0: Well, uh, your partner may already know about these, but just so you know, you talked about Splendor. I don't know if you're into the Marvel movies and stuff, but a new version of Marvel Splendor just came out.
2: Oh, really? I didn't know that.
0: Changes the rules a little bit. And there's a new version of Mysterium called Mysterium Park, which only plays in 30 to 45 minutes. The rules are a little bit easier. So it's one of those things to where... yeah, uh, if if the Mysterium seem intimidating to some people that aren't used to games, here's an even, even easier version of the game.
2: Oh wow. Oh I didn't know that. Ooh, I might have to look into that.
1: So with the success of everything that you've had, do y'all still have time to play games? How do you how do you work in doing your cookbooks and playing games and <laughs> balancing all of that?
2: Yeah, so we still have I mean, I think it's different at the moment because we can't, we don't really see people. So it's just me. If me and Nabil play games with each other now, we get a bit too competitive. I don't know if that's, if it's like that with you two.
1: <laughs> but we get too. In- it's not because I'm not very competitive. I'd be like, oh, really? well. And Marty's <laughs> like, you need to care more about this. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go make some edible cuteness. Yeah. <laughs> I'm
2: like that if I play, but if I play with Nabil, he's the only one I get competitive with. If everybody
0: else like <laughs> but what about co-op games i mean obviously you could spend a lot of time playing co-op games if you don't want to do the competitive stuff did you, did you ever try like pandemic legacy that's a great game to be playing this time when i kinda, know. You know well because of the theme and everything it's also perfect too
2: definitely it started selling really well as well
0: mm-hmm. and a new version just came out too for uh season zero
2: I wanted to try the new version, so yeah, we're, we're like co-op games is good.
0: But here's the thing, y'all, not only does she was on a, the, one of the biggest reality shows currently out there, not only does she have a couple cookbooks, not only does she was a finalist on that show, and now she's into baking, and then she plays board games, I hear through the grapevine, you're actually working to design a game. Yes, <laughs> I am. <laughs> it's so exciting.
2: <laughs> so it's a little, um, like a co-op game. Um, and it's all themed around a magical bakery and you're all working together to create different bakes for your magical animal customers. Um, but you all got to like swap your hands at the end of each round. So it forces you to work together and you got to create, you know, it's kind of like, like proper baking you combine like your butter and your icing and then make you know well no butter and sugar and make your icing make some jam combine it together the cards are really really cute as well I love them they've got like little cute little animals holding up plates of eclairs and stuff like that
1: that sounds amazing Kim
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited by it
1: we're getting it. Oh, that course. sounds amazing.
2: <laughs> Thank you. I don't know when it's going to come out, though, because obviously how things are at the moment, we don't know. But I'm really looking
0: forward to it. Who who are you working with to uh, put that out?
2: So I'm working with Skybound because mm-hmm. um, they do really good games. And I met them at um, San Diego Comic Con. And we just got mm-hmm. chatting there. And then the idea about doing a game together sort of came about. And we we're like, yeah. Let's do it. Why not? Uh,
0: okay. <laughs> I guess right. you been go for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess you've been working with James Hudson.
2: Yes, James Hudson at SkyVound. Yeah, he's brilliant.
0: So are you used to listening to this southern accent that we have. James has even a thicker accent than what we do. He's from Alabama.
2: You know, I'm yeah, because I'm not always that good at recognizing, but I can tell that your accent, yours is southern, isn't it? Yes, mm. I think I can tell that. Yes, <laughs> I'm probably like the typical clueless. But I think as we we go to America, not this year, but we've been to America like most years now, so I'm starting to be able to tell the difference a little bit. Yeah, you guys are more southern. <laughs>
0: Well, I know that uh, Skybound does amazing production quality on their stuff. They come out with some really great art and components and everything. So I know they're going to go to the nines on this thing. And I I can't wait to see it. And I, I since you're coming to America more, hopefully next year when everything gets better, come out to some of the cons, the big conventions here and promote your game.
2: Yeah, definitely. Oh, that'd be amazing. I'd love that. Yeah, I'm so excited about it. And it just combines everything I love. So it's board games and baking and bringing people together. It just makes so much more, so much sense. Because I mean, I really, when I got into board games, that's kind of when I started getting more confident, actually. Because that's when I met my partner Nabil. That's when I moved to Leeds. Yeah. Baking and board games, to me, is all linked to feeling more confident somehow. I think it's a yeah, good thing because I... One. I'm not that good. Well, I think I'm I'm good socially now-ish, but I haven't always been that confident. I'm still not really. I just pretend like everybody does. (laughs) But but you know, when you play a game, you can kind of bond over it and there's a focus. So you don't just, you know, you don't, you know, like if you go out for a drink, it's like, oh God, what do I talk about? But playing a game, I, I find it really... Like, makes me feel more relaxed because I'm like, oh, I could talk about the game and I feel like I'm more myself. So I love that.
0: Yes, I think a lot of people will say that about board games, right? It's, it's uh, if you're kind of uh, an introvert, it's an easy way to get around with people. Not all the attention's on you, the attention's on the game. Uh, you can sit down with people of all different types of. Ages and races and everything, and everybody just kind of gets along because the one focus is this thing. You're not talking about anything else but this, and it's just it's a great way to bring people together, like you said.
2: Definitely, and it's the same with baking. To me, it's the same thing. <laughs> Games bring people together, baking brings people together of all different ages and from different places.
0: You talking about uh, the the whole Southern thing? There is one thing I actually had in my notes. I forgot uh, to, to bring up. So. One of the things that you made on your season of, of your show was a wagon wheel. Oh, yeah. You may not uh, know this, but down here in southern United States, there's a ve- very famous cake, like a, a pre-made cake called a moon pie, which Ooh. is pretty much the exact same thing. Oh, moon really? It's made in Tennessee. All right, it's two graham cracker crust with marshmallow in between dipped in chocolate. So it's pretty much exactly like a wagon wheel. It Except is. It's a big southern staple f- snack food. Hmm.
2: Oh, that's amazing. So, we basically made a moon pie on the bake-off, and you guys were like, that's not a wagon wheel, that's a moon pie. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's it. But it is pretty much the exact same thing. That's amazing. Somebody years ago sent us a box of wagon wheels and wanted me to compare them with the moon pie, and they're pretty much exactly the same thing
2: yeah i wonder what came first the moon pie or the wagon i whale? know the
0: moon pie was officially made like in the 20s or 30s it was made in the south as a quick snack food for coal miners uh who were working in the mines and it was a, a snack food they could just throw in their lunch pail and and have while they're in, in, in the mines and then it became a very popular snack among everybody
2: ah hmm. i don't know when wagon wheels came out feel like I should know that, like represent my British knowledge, but um, <laughs> it's kind of lacking <laughs> in comparison to your knowledge.
0: <laughs> Man, I mean, you are just so busy with the, the baking and, and I can't wait for this game. So I didn't know anything about uh, uh, what this game was about. And Vanessa's eyes are just over here lighting up as you're explaining everything and what it's yes. about. I, well, you think it'll be 2021 when it comes out? yeah yeah definitely
2: 2021 is the aim so
0: do you know in this you may not be down this far down the process do you know if it's going to be a kickstarter or just direct to retail
2: um we're not sure we're kind of discussing it um it could be a kickstarter i think we're leaning towards kickstarter now so probably it could not, might not be definite.
0: <laughs> just letting you know right now, you've got some board game media right here that'll be a huge proponent of this game, so we'll for sure help uh, help push it along. Ah, oh,
2: thank you guys. <laughs> That'd be amazing.
0: Okay, I, I I got a list of notes here, Vanessa. I, I just keep jumping back to them. I've got to go back to the the show. I got to ask one thing real quick. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so people are like, Marty, you're jumping all over the place. I'm excited here. Leave, leave, leave me alone. All right. So one of my favorite comedy TV shows of all time is IT Crowd.
2: I and love the IT Crowd.
0: Threw me to the bake-off was one of the hosts being null. Yeah. How is he in real life?
2: <laughs> I mean, it's exactly what you think it is exactly like how you see him. Yeah. Just bonkers and just messes about and you know, walks around with the cling film all over his face and messes with your <laughs> bakes and tries to eat bits. And you're like, no, I need that.
0: <laughs> but
2: I love the IT crowd as well. Like, love it, love it.
0: Watched it multiple Explorer times. shows We just rewatch over and over again.
2: Same. I love when they have the D&D episode. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's the best one. <laughs> what well, I love them you're all. You're
0: probably a fan of the final episode where they had the uh the game board podcast oh. or, or youtube yeah <laughs> <That was amazing. laughs> and they got confidence by late wearing ladies trousers come on that was fun
2: <laughs> that was good <laughs> i want to watch it again now
0: <laughs> well speaking of game shows kim joy for anybody who listens to this show they know that every time we have a guest on the show we always pl- like to play a special game that we call rank em. In in them, what we're going to do is we're going to give you three items, such as chocolate, vanilla, and strawberry, and you can rank those in any order that you want and tell us why you did that. Do you understand the rules of this game? Yes, I think so. <laughs> we, we're not real board game designers like, like you are, so we keep it very simple around here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to jump in. I want to go first, Marty, okay? Please do. It has nothing to do with baking or board games, though. Oh. So my first question has to do with your style, because I was drawn to the clothes you wear and just your style. Ah. You are so cute. <laughs> <laughs> and you do beautiful things with your hair. Ah, thanks. <laughs> so here is the rank em. Do you like to wear your hair down? And some of your cute updos are braided
2: oh (laughs) so i rank it the first one at the top is my favorite Uh uh-huh okay so number one down because i feel most relaxed um number two braids if i'm baking and number three like a little little updo yeah but nice and loose because if i have it too tight it gives me headaches (laughs)
1: i know your updates are so cute Ah, thank you
0: (laughs) all right so obviously i didn't explain the rules very well to vanessa everybody i'm supposed to answer this too so how do i answer (laughs) this question
1: how do you like to wear your hair marty uh
0: down <laughs> and then uh what was the other braided or an updo oh uh, let's go with uh it'd be very short braid so we'll go braid next and then and then updo i i don't know
1: <laughs> i love your i have to say again i love your updos you wore your hair so cute on the show everyone needs to go back and watch the show to look at how you do your hair
2: oh <laughs> <Aww>, thank you <laughs>
1: Mine would be down, but I want to start wearing headbands and berets.
2: Oh yeah, a nice headband. And then it would be
1: updo, then braid.
0: Yeah. So this is a question, Tony. I would never would have asked. So I'm <laughs> glad you're on here, Vanessa, for that one. Uh. <laughs>
1: well, it's a style. It was a style question because you definitely have your own style, and I love that. Ah, thank you. <laughs> I just like color. I think. Mostly. Oh, yeah. You like to color your hair?
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> all right. So my first question. Here we go. Cinnamon, ginger, nutmeg.
2: Oh, that's really hard. I like them all. That's all the Christmas spices. You're making me fight between elements of Christmas.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yep. Didn't say it was going to be an easy game.
2: Okay. Number one, ginger. Ginger is a, you know, warms you up pretty essential number two nutmeg yeah nutmeg's pretty important number three cinnamon i love cinnamon maybe sin no it's too hard (laughs) i've said it now what do you what do you think vanessa
1: mine would be cinnamon ginger nutmeg why i'm most familiar with cinnamon But uh, we are, I really got to get in your cookbook, Kim Joy, because we usually just sprinkle it on top of something. (laughs) (laughs) I I like ginger ale.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Gingerbread houses? This? Gingerbread, Gingerbread coffee creamer?
1: I know it's a wonderful spice and I can't wait to, to use them in the cookbook and nutmeg. I really don't know if we've ever used nutmeg in our cooking. We use it in like apple cider and things like that. Yeah. To be fair, it's
2: not used
0: as much. So mine's probably gonna be in the same order. Cinnamon for sure. I mean anything with cinnamon on it. Cinnamon rolls, cinnamon buns, it doesn't matter. I'm uh Vanessa does make uh we do make one well, of the homemade things we do make is cinnamon rolls. We do, yes. We actually make the dough and everything. and I, Is the right word proof it? I don't know. We put it and it rises up a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: That's <out>. all correct. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sad I put cinnamon last now. I don't get cinnamon rolls. That's a really hard yeah. one to pick between. <laughs> that
1: was a hard He makes hard ones. Well,
2: I fin- yeah. haven't
0: finished. And then ginger. Same, same reason is because it reminds me of Christmas. And nutmeg. To be honest with you, I can't even... Picture what nutmeg tastes like. I just, I'm just not sure. So hmm. I know you sprinkle it in things. So I just don't know what it tastes like. So Vanessa, what's your second question?
1: Well, it, it may be hard. It may be a hard one, Kim Joy. And I was thinking of this one because of looking through your cookbook. And then now you've talked about it so much and it leads into the game that you're designing. I was going to ask your favorite Christmas animal other than a reindeer. Penguin. Bear or mouse? <gasps>
2: Penguin, easy. Penguin number one, number two, a bear, and number three, mouse. Yeah,
1: <laughs> no, that wasn't as hard. It wasn't as hard as I thought. And those are my exact three. <laughs> you do so many cute things with those animals in your book. <laughs> I mean, I do love all those animals,
0: but why? What's the reason for the ranking?
2: The for the oh, um, well, penguins. You've got to have penguins as number one. I mean, they're just cute and they walk and they waddle and they're just cool. And then bears are cuddly. And then mice, I love mice, but I couldn't have them around because we've got two cats, so they're just not they don't get on very well. So that's why mice went last.
1: I go with her. That's my same answer. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, mine is a little bit different. I'm actually putting bear first. Oh. Because we're talking about Christmas. Uh, They always come out with the Coke commercials, Coca-Cola commercials with the uh, polar bears. Yeah. So I always think of that. And then uh, Penguin. And then Mouse last because of the uh, Nutcracker Suite. I'm not a big fan of when the little mice come out there and start dancing around. Kind of creeps me out, you know? (laughs) Wooden toy soldiers. What is all that about? (laughs) All right. So for my last question, here we go. Board gaming related. Cards, meeples, or dice? Ooh, um, number one's got
2: to be meeples because lots of different colours. You could bake them. You could do bake. Well, you could do baked versions of all of those things actually. So that's not really a good reason. Dice you could put second one in
1: the cheesecake snow globe.
2: Yeah, you could do. A <laughs> oh, you you could do like a little. You could do a meeple and a card and a dice. Oh, well, that's hard though because you need all of those things. I'm just thinking about. Okay, so then these cards, third.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, meeples, dice, cards. Yes. Vanessa, what about you?
1: Mine would be dice, dice, and dice. <laughs> 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 Just forget the rest of it. <laughs> I love dice. Yeah. I love the different colors dice. I love shaking them and the sound they make, and I love playing games with dice. I love yeah. That. Uh, Meeple's would be second and cards would be third.
0: And then for me, uh, cards first, because I got into gaming through card games, collectible card games like Magic and stuff. So that's what kind of got me into it. Uh, dice for the same reason. I'm like Vanessa. I like ro- rolling dice and chucking dice, and whether it be in role playing games or miniature games, et etc. And meeple's, but that does not—that's not to belittle meeple's in any way because I love Euro games, Thinky games, and many times those use meeple's. So yeah. Well, good. You got through our game of rank 'em. See, it wasn't too tough. It will not be coming out in Kickstarter or in retail anytime soon.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I really want to make some dice, like jelly sweets now. So I've seen somebody do them.
0: Pitching an idea to you, Kim Joy, right here. Here we go. So you got this successful Christmas book out. Once you release your game, release a cookbook for board gamers.
2: (sighs) That has designs
0: of different board game pieces, meeples, dice, etc. I'm telling you, it would sell like hotcakes at conventions, (laughs) game stores, etc. It would be huge. Especially if you make them gamer friendly, where they're not not too messy or everything like that, where they're nice snacks, where you're not going to mess up anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll give that I do it to you for free. You don't (laughs) I'll have to credit (laughs) you on that one.
1: (laughs) What what is your favorite snack to eat while playing board games?
2: Ooh. God, I like everything. Just everything. I mean, has yeah, like some homemade cookies, some homemade. I'm really into cookies at the moment. Like I make a big batch and then I freeze the batter and then i just bake it up whenever i want some cookies well i'm gonna say I was, I, i'm just saying donuts because i'm craving donuts right now but that's probably not the best food because it's all sugary on your fingers <laughs> and yes messy <laughs> um bread always bread homemade bread
1: we got to get in the kitchen marty
0: <laughs> i'm sorry i'm back to the book so you could call it board games with kim joy yeah what else what's another clever title here <laughs> I don't know. It's a work in progress. We're just spitballing here. We'll storyboard this thing out. We'll, we'll yeah, have something re- really cool. Oh, and then my gosh, you can get publishers in on it, so you can make some of their art and everything into the games and pieces into the games. It'd be amazing. <clears throat> it's a business plan right there for you.
2: Whole game that you could play as well. <gasps> oh my!
0: <laughs> Vanessa's eyes got big. <laughs> Well, Kim Joy, it has been such a pleasure uh talking to you. It is we were so excited to to be able to get in in touch with you. I, I gosh, I guess it was a couple months ago, Vanessa, where we had talked about this idea of the show we're going to interview different people in the industry that do different things and have different likes and everything. And I thought, well, you know, I wonder if we could actually get Kim Joy on. And I just reached out. And thank you for reaching back to us. And it's like, who are these idiots that are reaching out to me? What? what? Well, who are these people? So thank you so much for answering our emails and tweets and and coming on the show.
2: Oh, thank you for having me. It's been really lovely chatting to you guys. And yeah, giving me a whole new idea for a new book.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I am very excited for this book. When we got it in the mail and I opened it, talking about your hair, the first thing I said was... She had her hair red for Christmas. Ah. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
2: yeah, had to make it a bit more colorful for Christmas. <laughs> Definitely.
1: It's beautiful. It's a beautiful book. I'm looking forward to trying the recipes and I'll let you know how we do.
0: Yeah, yeah, send me pictures if you make anything. That'd be amazing. <laughs> so this book again is if you're looking for is Christmas with Kim Joy. It's available everywhere. We got it from Amazon ourselves. I think the list price is 22.99. It's a little bit cheaper on amazon depending on where you are it's a hardback book it's a beautiful book it's one of those it's it's almost uh vanessa we have coffee table books to me this is one of those books you throw on the coffee table because it's very festive very colorful people would like to uh to look at it so please go buy her book people it's uh, worth checking out yes and kim joy if people want to follow you or find you everything where can they follow you on social media or your website or anything
2: um, so there's Instagram and Twitter, and both of them is at Kim Joy's Kitchen.
0: At Kim Joy's Kitchen. Yes. And obviously, we'll be hearing more from you. I hope to talk to you again in the future, either yeah. here or face to face when your game comes out. Yay! And, uh, <laughs> okay, we can't wait to find out. Again, that's going to be... Do you have the name of the game yet?
2: Yeah, so it's Kim Joy's Magic Bakery.
0: Kim oh. Joy's Magic Bakery. Yeah.
2: Perfect. I love it.
0: Please tell me there's going to be like a caricature of you in the game or something like that.
2: Yeah, there's me on the box.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: like in a little cartoon form in front of my bakery. We might weave me into the game or not. I'm not sure yet, so we'll see.
0: <laughs> so that's going to be coming from Skybound Games. Keep an eye out for it. So go follow them and their website and everything like that. Maybe coming to Kickstarter, just, just keep an eye out in 2021. Kim Joy, thank you so much again for coming on. It has been a pleasure talking with you and and because of you we are addicted to the Bake Off. We are now currently watching the uh, the season as soon as an episode drops, we get in and start watching it together. So Aww. it's been amazing seeing you go from a finalist of that show. Your your whole life has changed, hasn't it, since being on that show, I assume?
2: Yeah, it's been incredible. Like it means I can do what I love for a living, like bake and Combine that with board games as well. Uh, yeah, it's
1: everything. Wow,
0: that's wonderful. It's a it's a great success story. Everybody, so Aww. Kim Joy, thank you once again thank for coming you. on, and we look forward to talking to you in the future. Yeah, you guys too. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening, everybody. Make sure to join us next week for our regular episode when Tony and I talk about all the latest games that we've played, plus our other nonsense. If you want to, follow us on Twitter at Dyson Names, Instagram Dyson Names. Come join our Discord channel. We're having lots of fun over there. We'll talk to you next week.